Steelers by the Lake Podcast. My name is James Strong, joined once again by my co-host Cody Tanner. Cody, how you doing this fine Monday evening? James, I'm fantastic. I'm excited. Uh, been a long couple of weeks, but uh, next week's going to be even longer. Fourth of July weekend, James. I'm going to be <laughs> out of town in Nashville, hanging out with my girlfriend. So with that being said, we are going to be pushing the podcast back to Wednesday, not only due to the holiday itself, but also the fact that I'm not going to be home uh, to be able to record Monday or Tuesday. So podcast next Wednesday for y'all. Next Wednesday, we will be going over my 53-man roster because today, James, first off, how are you? And second off, is your 53-man roster prepared that you're going over today? You better believe it. I've had it ready for about two hours now. But yeah, I'm doing well. It was a busy weekend for me. Lots of fun. Happy uh, anniversary had... to you and your your lady. Your Thank wife. you. Thank You're you, welcome. sir. That was that was just yesterday. We were celebrating our sixth year anniversary. <laughs> I can tell there are noises being played. Right now. <laughs> I just don't know what ones. I can't hear them. Only Cody. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we had a great time. Um, this was actually a, a unique one because being six years, it fell on a Sunday, and we got married on a Sunday. So it was kind of special. We were we went right back to Arendelle, the scene of the crime where we got married, uh, and hung yeah. out there for a little bit and had some killer barbecue out of when pigs fly out in new york it's right nice. off the lake pretty nice. uh, sweet location and then before that i had my good buddy jeremy's bachelor party so it was a party weekend for me oh. i was jeremy, like congratulations I was on your uh soon to be wedding i am yeah i will send you something we're not sure what yet uh, also they're still in north carolina right correct okay There'll, there'll be a hops. They'll probably. I'm probably going to be closer to them than I am you when I make this move. Oh yeah, for those of you don't don't, don't know, I'm moving to West Virginia. We'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> next week <laughs> we'll talk about that next week because it'll also affect the show. Um, but yeah, so I I might be closer than that'll be exciting. But yeah, so it was a great weekend for both of us. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we do have bad news to share. Um, Clark Hagens, uh, the old Pittsburgh Steelers outside linebacker. Uh, that played opposite of Joey Porter for Super Bowl 40 and was a Super Bowl champion, uh, did die at the age of 46 years old. Um, very sad news for Steelers Nation and just his family and friends, obviously. You know, never a good yeah. discussion or topic to start the show off. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, horrible that that's the news that we have to start off with, but it's the most recent from a previous episode. Um, unfortunately just, yeah, way too young for Clark, man. You don't ever think that 46 is the age. Somebody's going to go, man, I'm only 44. <laughs> That's two years older than me. And I, I'm not even contemplating dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, um, that, that would be like, you know, my older sister going or something. She's, she's 46, you know? Yeah. So my parents yeah, are older than that. Absolutely. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It would blow my mind. Um, from all accounts, Clark Haggins, an excellent teammate, uh, excellent human being as well. Uh, that Super Bowl season when they were on Super Bowl 40, like you said, he was the starting outside linebacker opposite of Joey Porter. That year he had nine sacks, Jeez. his best season of his career. And he also got a sack in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's, that Super Bowl, he had a sack on, uh, on Matt the uh, – Yeah, Matt Hasselbeck. So, yeah. Some, yeah. He was definitely one of the – one of the good 
outside linebackers. When you go back in history, when you start talking about Steelers outside linebackers, I don't think too many people are going to have him in like their top five of best outside linebackers ever, but he was a very good one. He's that kind of guy that if he was your number two outside linebacker, you were doing really well. You probably had a better number two outside linebacker than almost any team in the league. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, very true. So very sad news again for Steelers Nation and just the the family of Clark Higgins. You hate to see that happen. Um, mm-hmm. Going to the other side of Steelers news, we have rookie news. Steelers did sign Broderick Jones and Keanu Benton, but to their rookie deals. Now, I don't have any specific numbers on those yet. I don't think they're even out yet. Um, you They are out. You know, I remember him. some things. Okay. I remember some things. So Broderick Jones, four years, $16.6 million. Okay. Uh, in first year uh, rookies, their contracts are fully guaranteed. So that's a fully guaranteed contract. Um, I didn't see the numbers on Keanu Benton, but from what I understand, 8% of the third year was guaranteed, which is the very first 49th overall pick to have any guaranteed money in the third year of the contract, which is why some people thought that that contract might actually take a little bit of negotiating because of the fact that it was kind of at the pivot point of whether or not any of the third year was going to be actually guaranteed or not. Uh, It was. He got 8%, which is better than anybody that was a 49th pick has ever gotten previously. Uh, so they're calling it a, a very revolutionary contract, but hey, uh, I'd take eight percent of that kind of contract in heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so pretty neat, pretty neat that they're both under contract already. As expected, Joey Porter Jr. is going to be the last one to yep. sign. And again, it's because you got opposite sides of the fence on this. Joey Porter Jr.'s camp is going to say, "Pay us like the thirty-second overall pick, which is typically the last pick in the first round." And then the Steelers are going to say, well, you're not, though. You're the first pick in the second round. You're the basically the 33rd pick, yep. and that's how we want to pay you. So and it's going to be the difference find a happy of the medium. Two. Yeah. They will, yeah. He, he will sign. It's going to happen. It just is probably going to take a while, and it'll be like a day before training camp starts or something like that. Yeah. We'll get that I, I wouldn't be surprised if they give him a fully guaranteed contract and pay him like he's the – the last pick of the first round. I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised at all. No, I wouldn't be surprised either. You want to also, I won't be surprised with James. The fact that you just celebrated an anniversary, I'm going to be celebrating anniversaries in the future. Uh, you want to know who else is going to be selling anniversaries in the future, celebrating anniversaries? Let's talk about him. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett got married this weekend. Our quarterback won. We love to hear it, love to see it. Uh, I'm sure 90% of the team was there. Quite frankly. I know Mitch Trubisky Seems like was a lot there. of them. Um, yeah. TJ, TJ Watt, I don't think was there actually. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I know TJ. I, Watt, uh, I know TJ. Watt I couldn't was on keep the last track step. of who was around me. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking around the you room to see who so else was hard. there. <laughs> you had it. You had a little bit too much champagne. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah. So that, I mean that I know that's awesome for Kenny Pickett. He now, uh, and look forward to the rest of living the rest of his life. As a Pittsburgh Steeler, listen, he's already in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so there's that. He's that's, that's true, though. He is. He's, you know, for his the last two games of his rookie season uh, or. Yeah, the last two. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, interesting for that. But congratulations, Kenny. We celebrate with you and your newlywed uh, and uh, look forward to seeing baby pickets in the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, also, with what. 
Pittsburgh went through with Ben Roethlisberger. You know, he was kind of yeah. the, the, the young wild party boy for probably like the first seven or eight years while he was on the team. And, and it Jeez. didn't keep him from winning a couple Super Bowls, but it did get him in a little bit of trouble off of the field. Uh, so it's nice knowing that Kenny's already more mature than that, has already moved into the, the marriage aspect of things, and we're not going to have to worry about hearing the stories of Kenny Pickett running around and – and being a young party boy, because he's already a married old man like me. Hey, nice. <laughs> Solid. I'll get there one day. Don't you worry. Uh, yeah, all right, James, it's time. It's it's time for you to talk about your 53-man roster prediction. The slightly too early, not really, in fact, but we're going to go over it. James is going to go down the list just like we always do. Quarterback, running back, probably fullback. If he decided to keep one, who knows? He might just say, screw that position. Uh, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line. <laughs> We're gonna go through the whole list. So, James, that's it. Start us off. I got mine too. I made mine already. Uh, so I am curious oh. to see. I have mine pulled up uh, on a separate sheet here on my computer. So I'm curious to see. No copying, buddy. No. I'm counting the differences, <laughs> though. I'm counting the differences. Hey, hey and uh, I also don't want to see like seven positions on yours. Player to be named, not on the roster currently. I have one. One, <laughs> and you, and I think you'll understand why. But I have one. Yeah, yeah, probably middle linebacker. How'd you know? Uh, <laughs> or a safety, maybe. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the two. Uh, anyway, quarterback, I think, is going to be clear cut for us, probably for both of us. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if you have the third guy off your list. But mine is going to be <laughs> Kenny Pickett, Mitchell Trubisky, and Mason Rudolph. Uh, I don't see much of a chance of Tanner Morgan beating out Mason Rudolph, especially when the Steelers will be able to dress three quarterbacks this season all year long and not have the third one count against the active roster. So you want a guy who's a seasoned vet and knows how to run the offense and uh, can execute it if called upon, if the crap hits the fan uh, and Mason's done that a time or two without panicking. So um, that's my three. I think that's pretty straightforward and really as easy as it gets, but that gets us immediately into the running back position, uh, which how many do you keep, right? Do you keep three running backs? Do you keep four? Do you maybe only keep two and double up somewhere else? I have a feeling. Here's what keeping, I decided. I have a feeling you're keeping two and doubling up somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I threw that out there just to try to throw you off, Cody. Uh, uh, so Najee Harris, obviously. Jalen Warren, obviously. And then my third running back, I'm keeping Alfonso Graham. Uh, Alfonso Graham's turning some heads so far in the offseason and has a ton of experience as a gunner on special teams and a little bit of return experience as well. Uh, so this is all going to make sense as you see my 53 start to take shape. Uh, but this is a guy that's a quicker guy, a little bit smaller of a guy, going to give you some speed, explosiveness, and ability to run down and cover kicks and punts. So outside of Calvin Austin, it looks like you're probably not keeping any kick return specialists or punt return specialist wide receivers. That's just my guess. Maybe. We'll find out. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like <laughs> Maybe it. Maybe my number one wide receiver has some experience in that too. You're overthinking it. Deontay Johnson's <laughs> return kicks before. <laughs> I know. I know. I, overthinking is my specialty, though. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. I'm glad that isn't counting against you these days. Uh, so, on to the fullback position. 
Connor Hayward, I obviously have as the fullback being kept for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I'm also keeping Monty Potter. I knew you were. I feel like it's completely different skill sets than these two guys. Uh, Connor Hayward is almost like the undefined position. He's kind of a running back. He's kind of a fullback. He's kind of a tight end. He's an excellent receiver of the football, and he's a difficult guy to bring down in the open field. Uh, so I feel like Connor Hayward's the guy that you line up in a big formation and then you spread everybody out like they're wide receivers, and he would excel in that category. I think Monty Potterboom is the guy that when it's fourth in inches and you need that one-yard line, he's the guy that you want as the fullback because if he hits the defensive lineman, he can move him. Uh, so that's where I think that you kind of need to keep both guys because they fill completely different roles in my aspect. Uh, unless you think you have somebody else that can maybe do like the short yardage goal line fullback kind of thing. But I just don't think it's Connor Hayward right now. Uh, and Monty potterboom has got a lot of experience on kick coverage. I want to say he had like 11 tackles on kick coverage last year. Dang. in college. Uh, so he's one of those guys kind of like Derek Watt, who is, Special teams resume is also very good in the coverage unit. We're good at having fullbacks and specific players like that. You know, we had it with Rosie Nix. Yeah. We had it with yep. Derek Watt. It just makes sense. Even Connor Hayward's good on kick coverage, man. True. So True. that would have two fullbacks for you that have the ability to go down and cover kicks, uh, which could be important depending on depth and other positions. If you have some veterans that maybe don't have that experience or a little older, you know where I'm going with it. I do know. Uh, where speaking you're going with it. <laughs> You're going Speaking with the defensive side of the ball, and I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going there quite yet. Not yet. You hold your horses, Cody. Uh, <laughs> tight end room next. Uh, this is going to really shock a lot of people here. Pat Fryermuth, Darnell Washington, and Zach Gentry, and just those three. Okay, had to. <laughs> yeah, those three I'm going with. Uh, I think that this could be a really game-changing group if utilized in the red zone properly. It's going to be stupid. Line up in big formations and just throw the ball real high up. And spread them out. (laughs) These guys are going to be one-on-one coverage with almost anybody that they're they're matched up again when the ball is thrown in the appropriate place, and I think Kenny's going to do a much better job of that this year. Uh, So excited about that group. Moving to the wide receiver room, I've got Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin the third, Miles Boykin, and that's it. I'm only keeping five. Okay. That's what you got to do when you're making uh, two fullbacks on the roster. Sometimes you got to cut somewhere else, buddy. Uh, So five wide receivers. Uh, I think the the top four are locks as far as their receiving capabilities, and Miles Boykin is just in – excellent excellent special teamer when you're talking about a gunner on special teams he's very good at that uh and has some ability as a wide receiver as well i think if they were to go this route they'd probably keep two or three wide receivers on the practice squad uh so i wouldn't be surprised by that move guys like say des fitzpatrick i won't be surprised if he's uh in that practice squad room or or cody white for the fourth year in a row uh those kind of guys that have the experience you know um Offensive line room. This is where it's going to be interesting. Or is it? It is. Because I know like the top eight are staying, and I don't know if you're going to keep it. <laughs> yeah, you don't know how many, and you don't know who's the end of the roster. So let me get the easy ones out of the way. Uh, Broderick Jones, obviously. Dan Moore. Isaac Siamalu. 
Nate Herbig, Mason Cole, James Daniels, Kevin Dotson, Chuksakor for those eight are basically in stone, according to myself, according to Cody, according to most folks who know anything about the Steelers. Um, the question becomes, do they keep nine? Do they keep 10? Are they looking for another tackle? Are they looking for an interior guy? How about somebody who has experience several hundred snaps at all five positions? That kind of versatility is something that can go a long way and something that the Steelers coaching staff has been notoriously excited by. That's what Spencer Anderson, the seventh round pick offers. Uh, So I'm keeping Spencer Anderson as my ninth offensive lineman. And he's basically going to be like your emergency offensive tackle, your backup guard behind everybody else and an emergency center who has some experience doing that as well. I won't be surprised if they play him a little bit at center and at tackle in the preseason just to get him a little bit of in-game against professional-level guys to see how he plays against them. Interesting. I like it, James. I like it. Thinking thinking outside the box. You got to In this case, all over the box. You know what I'm saying? All over it, man. You got to. A guy that can play all over the boxes. (laughs) That's a useful mofo, man. No doubt about it. That is. That's my offense. That's 25 guys precisely on the offensive side All of the right. ball. Right. So knowing that there's three guys on on special teams, long snapper, punter, and kicker, it looks like you're going to be 25-25. That's it. Splitting it right down the middle. I'm being fair. Equal opportunity for my coordinators. Uh, hey, that's what the Steelers are known for. I like it. That, that is. Like it. Kind of like the innovators of equal opportunity. The NFL. They really are. Really, <laughs> Legitimately really. are. <laughs> uh, so defensive line, that's where I'm going to go next on this 53-man roster. Okay. Uh, again, the beginning of the list isn't going to surprise anyone with Keanu Benton, Cameron Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, the Marvin Leal. Uh, on mine, I'm also going to keep Isaiah Loudermilk. Okay. Uh, I think he probably makes yet another jump into this third season, and I'm excited to see it. Because I think that the biggest thing he needed was to bulk up and get a little strength. If he came to camp bigger and stronger, if he's working on that even more so right now, I think he's got a chance. Brayden Fihoko is going to be my sixth defensive lineman. And I'm doing that because I think his nose tackle and run stuffing capabilities are greater than what Martavis Adams are. Okay. Montravius Adams. Yep. That's what I meant to say. Montravius Adams. Um, So that's the big battle there is what's the backup nose tackle, the second guy that you can keep that can do that. I'm also going to go a seventh guy, Armand Watts, the defensive end out of Chicago with some pass rush capability. Pittsburgh wants to be able to rotate guys more frequently on that defensive front and be able to get pressure on the quarterback against these high-end AFC teams. When you're playing against the Chiefs and the Bills, uh, in the Bengals, and even possibly the Chargers with their passing scheme. You need to be able to constantly change these guys out and still get pressure on the quarterback. doesn't do you any good if you put fresh guys in, but they don't move the pocket in any way. Uh, so you need some guys with a little pass rush capability, and Armand Watts does present that pass rush capability. Uh, so I think he would be a smart move to keep as a seventh guy on that defensive front. That moves us on to the outside linebacker position, Cody. Here we go. I I bet there's going to be a guy named Watt here. Nope. Nope, he didn't make the team not good enough. Yep. Sorry. 
<laughs> You're right. TJ Watt, of course, is going to be on the squad. Alex Highsmith, no doubt about it. Uh, Marcus Golden with a resume like that. How could you possibly consider even thinking about cutting him? It's not happening. Also, Nick Herbig, yep. fourth-round pick. He's going to make the team. He led all of college football last year in sacks. Uh, that's your four. Do they keep more? Possibly. In mine, no. I'm just keeping those four guys. I think Nick Herbig will be able to play on special teams and add some ability there with me keeping that the extra fullback that adds to kind of the linebacker fullback running back kind of room that you usually have on kick coverage and kick return and, and punt and punt return. Uh, so that would be my outside linebacker foursome there. In interior linemen or inside interior linebackers. linebackers, middle linebackers, inside linebackers, whatever you want to call them. It's a hundred different names for them, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to go Cole Holcomb. Elandon Roberts, Mark Robinson, and Nick Kwiatkowski. And I'm just keeping four. I think that it was a really big red flag for us that Pittsburgh immediately after minicamp started bringing guys in uh, for workouts. I think it showed that they didn't like what they saw on the backup middle linebackers. Yep. Um, and I think that's where Nick Kwiatkowski has a little bit of a leg up. He is another special teams guy. He's been somebody who's been very special, uh, successful in special teams in his career. Uh, so I do believe that he's got the edge over Tanner Muse right now. Personally, I think that's the way they're going to be looking to go. Uh, another veteran with a lot of experience has had some success in the NFL and maybe can fill that role as another passing down middle linebacker. That's where we're really kind of concerned about that right now with Elandon Roberts and, and Mark Robinson. Are they going to be capable of doing that? We hope that they are. Uh, the resume of Elandon Roberts says no. What he's done so far in his NFL career says no. Mark Robinson has very little experience doing so. Yeah. Uh, so he's exceedingly raw. Hopefully he can do it, uh, but he's as raw as it gets, really, with one year – as a linebacker in college, the rest of his college career was as a running back, uh, and he only played two games on the defense for Pittsburgh last year, and it was basically just on rundowns. Yep. Uh, so we really need to see something out of the young guys. Um, I am a hair concerned about that room. Middle linebacker room is rough right now. It is. Yeah. Yeah, we really need somebody to come through in that room. Either Cole Holcomb to, to become like that really awesome dude or Mark Robinson to play better than anyone thinks he can or something. Yep. Interesting to see what's going to happen. I like it, though. I like keeping those four. Yeah. So secondary. Let's move to the secondary, Cody. Um, <laughs> you, you counting in your head right now? I got 14 so far. I'm sorry, 15. We got 15 so far. Mm -hmm. Seven defensive line, four outside linebackers, four middle linebackers. Uh, to the cornerback room we go, where I do believe Patrick Peterson will quite likely make the team. Yeah, obviously yeah. he's going to make the team. Yeah. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., Levi Wallace, Corey Trice Jr., my fourth corner on the team. James Pierre, again, another guy with excellent capabilities as a gunner on special teams. And I'm keeping Shandon Sullivan as well. That'll give me six corners in the room. I think there's a reason that they went out and grabbed him in the middle of the draft. I think that's a position that they wanted to address or unable to do so and thought that anyone left in the draft was not going to be able to help them as a nickel corner. And they 
at least saw some good experience with Shandon Sullivan. Uh, his tape two years ago was very good. Last year there was some ups and downs, but that Minnesota Vikings defense was just rough, man. Oh, it was. <laughs> it was there was no it was kind of rough. There's no a lot of lot of injuries thrown all over last year. So uh, you can't have to take last year with a grain of salt when it comes to that room. That leads me to safeties, and as you're mathing along, Cody, that means I've only got four spots left. Yep. Mika Fitzpatrick, DeMonte KZ, Keanu Neal, and that leaves me one guy. He better be able to wear multiple hats if he's going to play for my defense. Oh, you're going that route. I'm going Elijah Riley. Yes, that means two guys that made the roster last year are getting cut on my defense. No Trey Norwood, no Miles Killebrew. Uh, Miles Kilbrew is basically just a special teamer who offers almost nothing on defense. Uh, Trey Norwood, I've seen some flashes of him as a coverage corner, but I just thought he was atrocious last year as a free safety. Uh, just couldn't figure out how to take an angle to save his life. Kept on taking the wrong angle and people were busting plays off. His tackling was worse than his angles. Uh, that's not something that a Mike Tomlin coach defense puts up with. If you can't tackle, you better figure it out. Uh, if you don't figure it out, sorry, man. Uh, so I think this is the year that Trey Norwood gets to work on his craft from the practice squad, uh, not on the active 53-man roster. That leaves just my special teams, Cody. You got any questions on my decisions? You think I've been outlandish in any way? Nope. No, no. Where's the problem with it? We're rolling with the punches, <laughs> my boy. All right, so your kicker, Chris Boswell, I don't think that's going to surprise anybody. It might surprise people on my punter because I'm sticking with Presley Harvin III. I think he's going to have a bounce back preseason. I think he's going to fight off the competition uh, in Braden Mann there, and I think he's going to win the job. Long snapper, Rex Sunahara. That's right. I'm upsetting Christian Kuntz. I am saying that we're moving on from him. I think they're going to look for a new direction in the long snapper room. Um, and I think that Rex is going to have a chance to do it because he, he wasn't there in the preseason last year. He came along halfway through the season, and you don't get rid of your long snapper in the middle of the season unless he's stinking it up so bad that it's costing you points. And it was never costing us points, but there was definitely some, some poor snaps here and there that might have messed with the timing a little bit. Uh, so I think with a, an entire preseason to work together, they might be really willing to switch to another long snapper interesting 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 i like it james i like it so how many differences do you see on ours i'm not i'm not gonna tell you it's interesting no it's interesting it's lower than i thought i will say that yeah um it is lower than i thought so i'm interested to see how you think of some of the mine that are slightly different um but yeah so that's james's 53 man roster prediction i like it i i respect it um, and I'm looking forward to next week where I get to share mine again, reminder to you all next week's episode will be released on Wednesday night, not Monday night, as I will be in Nashville celebrating the 4th of July weekend with my lady friend. Um, so looking forward to spending the weekend with Leah and, uh, James, you're going to be spending it with your lady friend with Nikki and the doggos and everything else. And so, yep. And the 20 dogs here by then it'll only be uh 19. So hey, there you go. I'm getting rid so of one. Good. <laughs> <laughs> one right. more puppy goes home draco goes so Dra good luck draco draco goes home where, yeah where, where's yep, home that's gonna be the silver boy where's home gonna be for him 
Uh, I'm not sure where they're from. Interesting. Okay. The homes have been all over the place so oh, far. Oh, I am We've sure. Got some, some Michigan and some uh, Mentor, Ohio. There's one of them that went there. That's nice. Solid. That's not very far. So mm-hmm. all over the place. Hey, uh, by the way, if you guys think I'm a crazy person on any of my takes on the 53, please comment on it. Let us know. Yeah. If you think for some reason I'm just as much of a genius as possible, you can write that down too. That's fine. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> and a reminder to you guys, share your 53-man roster predictions too in the comments or, or DM us on social media. Uh, we will share those on the podcast, so we'd love to hear from you guys. Again, we can't thank you guys enough. Be sure to like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Subscribe and ring the bell. It's free. And until next time, this is your host, James and Cody, signing off. Peace. Like, if you're Kenny Pickett, did you invite Kendrick Green to the wedding? No, he didn't block for you. <laughs> I mean, he basically got him murdered and concussed. And... He did. He did. He did. James, I will invite you to my wedding. Don't worry. I hope so. I will. <laughs>